Large anti-communist pro-Cuban protests start outside the White House. John Kennedy claims that Joe Biden lied to the American people that he believes in open borders. Fourth graders have been told to hide equity surveys from parents and de Blasio warns of very tough consequences for unvaccinated New York City employees. Before we get into this, please drop the video like, subscribe to the post notifications on new video every single day. This show is completely funded and supported by you guys. So if you become a Patreon, I will give you a call to say thank you. So if you can do that, that'd be great. Please click all the likes, subscribe, listen to the flips of the podcast, the Joey Saladino show and all the podcast apps, rate five stars, do whatever you got to do, helps out with the algorithm. Now let's get right into this. So up on screen, I have a video of the Cuban protest outside of the White House, and it seems to be... Uh, Completely peaceful, in my opinion. Does not seem to be any graffiti. Uh, no garbage on the floor, except for flags that are actually put there on display. And the reason why I'm describing this so much to you guys, um, especially if you're listening to the show, you can't see it. Um, there's signs that say, Down with Communism, SOS Cuba. Um, th th this is a true anti-fascism uh, protest, okay? It seems everyone there seems to be peaceful, seems to be pretty diverse. Uh, people are out there saying down with fascism. It doesn't seem to be, uh, you know, politically in, in the way of, you know, pro-Trump or anything. It's just stop genocide in Cuba, intervene now, don't judge my actions if you don't uh, know my pain. Um, and, and all we see here is American flags and Cuban flags. That's what I like to see, okay? I like to see there are people there standing up for actual, against actual injustice for justice. Now, it says anti-communism on a lot of their stuff. Uh, this is what Antifa, the organization, uh, I'm sorry, the idea needs to take note of, okay? This is a true anti-fascism protest. They're protesting against communist rule going on in Cuba, and they're out here peacefully asking the the government of America to step in and intervene and, or do something. Hey, maybe at least accept a bunch of refugees. They seem to only like it when um, certain ethnic refugees are coming over because they, you know, they live off the government and they vote in a certain way, that's what they like. These people would be, the Cubans, they're like the, the only outliers from southern, south of the border that would primarily vote Republican, I believe, I believe, or vote Republican more. Um, I mean, look at Florida. Florida's uh, a pretty red place. There's a lot of Cubans there. Because they've one-on-one -on -one seen the destruction of what communist, communism brings. And they actually come here to work and for, for an actual better life. Um, I mean, they take a very dangerous trip to get here. Um, and, you know, hey, let's just let all the Mexicans in um, and, and other people from South America that just come here and, and live off the government. I mean, they do come here and work, too. I'm not going to lie about that, but... Hey, I mean, a lot, of, a lot of the people that are coming across the border right now are not, uh, not the best right now. We need, we need to have some, you know, tricks and balances down there. Well, I think it's also an indication that, let's be honest, President Biden uh, didn't tell the American people the truth when he was running. He believes in open borders. He believes the border's a nuisance. He believes that vetting people at the border is... So that is John Kerry uh, saying, Kennedy, saying John Kennedy saying uh, he's, a, he's a Republican senator saying that Biden lied to the American people and he believes in open borders. He believes the border is a nuisance. He believes that vetting people at the border is racist. Um, I mean, based on the actions that we've seen, I mean, one could say that he's making a correct statement. So let's be honest. 
President Biden didn't tell the American people the truth while he was running. He believed in he believes in open borders. He believes in the borders a nuisance. He believes that vetting Americans at the border is racist. He believes anybody ought to be able to come into America. Since President Biden has been in office, a million people have come into America from the southern border. We don't have the slightest idea who they are. See, the left, they, they want to, for their agenda, they're always using the R word all the time. They're always using the bigot word. They're always using these buzzwords to shoot down any... Uh, honest problems or honest quarrels that we might be having with what's going on. Hey, we have uh, a million plus people trying to get in on the southern border. Um, they're literally coming in caravans throughout South, South America. Can we like vet these people before they're at, at least vet these people? At least maybe work out some type of system where they're not draining our economy. But I have a theory and my theory is this, why they're letting these people come in. Part one is it helps leave Democrats in power. People come in, they live off of welfare, they live off the government, they want to ethnically cleanse this entire country and, and replace white people with non-white people, which, I mean, I mean, as the years go on, that's just going to happen anyway, as, as we all start mixing together. I mean, one day there's going to be a future where we're just all one race, so... That's, you know, whatever, but they're doing it for nefarious purposes because they're looking at the data. Okay, who's voting Democrat? Okay, more of these types of people. Let's just import them. I get the strategy. It makes sense if you're an evil son of a bitch. But part two to this is I think they're trying to do it to combat inflation. Okay, so picture this. We have, what, 300 million plus consumers in America right now. And they just keep printing more and more money. This is why we send money overseas, because we want to make sure that the U.S. dollar is the currency of the world. So I kind of get it. Uh, it's, a, it's a double-edged sword, you know. After like, It's like, how do we combat this inflation? It's like, hey, let's just get rid of the money. Let's just throw it <laughs> to other countries and make them use the money as their currency. Like, I, I kind of get it. Um, and I kind of understand. Like, I think that's why Trump might have flip-flopped on that issue when it came to sending money overseas. He was calling it out. And then um, he ended up actually signing the papers. I, probably someone explained it to him. Like, hey, we, we you know, whatever. There are those reasons whether you disagree or not. I, I, listen, I can go either way on that because there's good points made on both sides. Um, but the left does it. When they're doing it, they're, they're just saying, oh, it's for equality and we're evil colonizers. Like, no, like, you know, it's not the real reason. The real reason is, you know, combat inflation. Um, but when you get more consumers into this country, you know, let's say you import a million people. One keeps the Democrats in power, keeps those people dependent, helps them do their socialism. So that the personal help. But when it comes to inflation, it, it spreads the money out more, creates more consumers, creates more people buying iPhone products, more people going to McDonald's. Uh, I mean, obviously, they're killing all the small businesses, so the small businesses aren't going to really benefit too much from it. If anything, small businesses will probably be getting sued by these people, which happens all the time. Um, so it, it spreads out the money more. Uh, I think that's what they're trying to do with it, and I kind of get it. Like, hey, like we we can support a billion people in this country, no problem, and our economy will be booming like crazy. Also, probably helps out with the GDP. You know, we're going up against China, who's finally entering the into closer and closer to an age of prosperity. 
and they got a billion people. You know, they're gonna they're gonna beat us out. Like they have a, a a billion people. If they had a billion people all living the way we live in America, geez, that that would be unstoppable. Like four Americas, three Americas, they'll have. So, you know, hey, I, I'm all for it. We need more people. You bring in more people, more consumers, and then more jobs get made, and then more houses get made, and more things get rented out, and more people to work, more businesses get started up. It's not. There's always that idea of, like, they're coming here and they're taking our jobs. Yes, 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 yes. I, I 100% agree with that. Uh, problem is, like, hey, I, I, I like the free market. I would totally love for people to come in and, and do what they have to do. But the problem is people are coming in. They're draining the system. They're living off the system. They're able to do things for cheaper um, than other people. And, and it's just because they're, you know, they, it's, it's a completely different, and I think it's too much of an influx and disrupts the system too much too quickly. I think that's pretty much my problem with it. If when you have such a large influx, it disrupts the system too much too quickly. Whereas, hey, if we're going to vet these people, bring in the right people, uh, etc., that you can enrich the country way more. But it seems like the Democrats have left, they, they, they're doing it too much too quick. They're not doing with any measures in place, no vetting. They're just letting everything run wild. You know, letting people run wild like in the 1920s or when the big immigration booms happened, like that's fine because nobody was really living. There's no giant welfare system. You were coming here and you're just plopped onto this. You're, the people that came with just a clothes on their back and a, and a knapsack. And they're just plopped and they landed, uh, got off their, their ship, and they had to figure it out. There's no government welfare system. Maybe there was a little bit, but there was no giant welfare state uh, that people were completely living off of as soon as they touched down. They had to figure shit out. And that promoted a very entrepreneurial uh, mindset. And the people coming here knew that they were coming here. They were leaving their entire life behind to come here to make a better life for themselves. So they're motivated off the bat. That makes sense. Like, I like that. Like, yeah, yeah. Why can't we just do that more? I always wanted to propose something where if you come here, uh, you get no welfare for like, let's say like 10 years, you have to pay your taxes. Um, you, you're put on like a probation period where if you commit any felonies or any certain types of uh, crimes, you automatically get deported. Like you screwed up, you're out, like you're out. Try again in five to 10 years. It's like you're out depending on how bad of a crime it was. Hey, like that, that makes sense. Like you want to bring people in. Hey, I guess we kind of do need people, but in doing and putting those measures in place, you're going to get people that have come here and they're going to have more love for the country. Maybe we put something in there too. You take a history test on America or something. I don't know. They're going to come here. They have to be an entrepreneur. They have to grind and work hard and that enriches the country. And it adds more consumers, allows for more jobs, allows for more businesses. The thing is that the left, they want, the Democrats, they want to constantly keep stomping their foots to keep us suppressed and keep us down while letting other people run wild with more privilege. Uh, I don't know if that's the right word to put it. That's why they're always harping on this whole privilege thing. is because they want to give other people, other groups of people in this country, more privilege over the other people. And, you know, they come here, they go to their soccer games, they're doing the Mexican national anthem. They're waving the Mexican flags. Why? That, that's how, how are we going to have a united country when the, de the left is importing people that are waving different flags? Like, you can't ban that, but you could put measures in place where those, you know, what people are going to be coming in waving the U.S. flag. It's, it's, it's pretty crazy. It's crazy how people in Cuba can flee communism, come here, wave the American flag. 
vote Republican. Then you got South Americans coming in here and giant caravans coming here and having pride for their homeland while living off the government. It's, it's two completely different mindsets that are coming here, and we can clearly see it, A and B, the two different mindsets. And there are ways that we can put these stoppers in place to kind of filter out and get patriots in here. People who are going to have a love for the country. People who are going to add to this country, not take from it. Hope that made sense. I kind of kind of was just freeballing there. So when I was in the survey, I was taking a few questions. And on the gender identification question, I got very confused and kind of nervous after a boy asked his mom, after the teacher explained it, um, that we could not tell our parents anything. That just made me very nervous and uncomfortable. So that is a fourth grader uh, was told to hide an uh, equity survey questions from parents. Student expressed concerns over equity survey. So it's almost like these teachers know what they're doing is wrong. The teachers know that what they're doing is going to infuriate the parents, and they're doing it anyway. Uh, so a Minnesota fourth grader student and her mother expressed concerns to the local school board after the, the class was given an equity survey. The students were told not to tell their parents about the activity. Yeah, like that's going to work. These are kids. Sitting alongside her mother, Kelsey, fourth grader Haley, whatever, told Fox and Friends on Monday that the questions were confusing and made her very nervous and uncomfortable when the students were told not to tell their parents. According to a video uploaded by Alpha News, the students didn't understand some of the, que- the survey questions and were told by the teacher in the Sarah St. Uh, Stevens School District to not repeat the survey questions to their parents. The survey asked questions that some students didn't understand. Even after hearing an explanation from, from the teacher, some still couldn't comprehend the survey questions. Uh, the Center Square reported. The George Floyd incident sparked a nationwide conversation on race and the role of pol- uh, policing school districts across America pushing critical race theory on students to uh, attempt to contextualize. Now, here's the thing. The people on the left uh, that are, like, supporting critical race theory, they're like, oh, it's just going to be teaching about uh, slavery and teaching about history. No, 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 no. They're, they're really handing out surveys and, and telling kids to check their privilege and, and, and reading people based off their privilege. Okay, you want to teach about uh, history? That's fine. Teach about slavery? That's fine. Like, okay, yeah, that's history. Teach about history. Teach about how all the racism that happened um, in, the, in, the, in the waves of the immigrations and how literally every single race that came to this country was discriminated at a certain point of time. Even Italians, even Cubans, Mexicans, everything. Every single race that came here. Uh, Asians. Every single race that came here was made fun of. Religion was was discriminated by at least one other group of people. Okay, that's a fact, and you can teach that. You can teach that stuff, and you can also say, "Good thing we live in a world now where things aren't like that." Instead, they're saying, "Oh, here we're going to give you this check your privilege sheet. We're going to show you how the black people in your class and the minorities in your class aren't don't have it as good as you because they have a different skin tone." That is where the problem happens. Hey, 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 little black kid. You're not going to make it in life because your skin color. So you have to work 10 times harder than little Sally over here. No, listen, it, it, 
It's fueling the racism for the future generations. It's making these kids seem like they're a victim. It's making other kids seem like they have a privilege that they may not have. You can erase racism through one generation by simply not talking about it, not referencing it, not bringing it up, not making one kid feel lesser than the other kid or one kid feel better than the other kid. Oh, you're saying little Sally can get by better in this world because she's a, a cute little white kid? Are you telling me that there's a white supremacy in this country? Because that's what you're telling me. You're telling me that white people can get by way easier because they're white. Huh, that's a white supremacy. So so you are saying there's a, you're a white supremacist. You believe there's a white supremacy. These people, they, they want to keep racism alive. They want to keep it going. Check your privilege. Look what happened to George Floyd. The, the, the like, like, who, like um, I, I hate to break it to you, but who gives a damn about what happened to George Floyd anymore? Okay. There was one, no proof of racism in that situation. Two, it's a very muddled situation at the very least, okay? If they took the guy immediately and then stomped on his head and killed him and said, hey, yo, we're going to kill you, you stupid N-word, I'll be like, oh, oh, whoa, chill out. But what happened was this guy was like a repeat offender. He, he was a, a violent criminal. They put him in the car. They arrested him. He started like what, banging his head and trying to kick the windows out. He wanted to get let out. Uh, he was being very unruly. They took him out, and they tried to subdue him. And then accidents happened. Stuff happened. Ooh, okay. Okay. Don't act like he's this innocent saint, this innocent god that, that's a martyr, martyr for all African-American people. It's a very muddled situation at the very least, and you still can't prove any form of racism in that situation at all. You still, you still can't prove it. Can you prove to me that that situation was the R word in any way? No, you can't. End of story. De Blasio warns of very tough consequences for unvaccinated New York City employees. Now, the Commissioner of Labor Relations echoed this, saying that wearing a mask would be a job requirement, job requirement for those who refuse the vaccine. We will expect employees to comply. If employees refuse to comply, they just can't be at work, and in fact, they will not be paid. So... That's what's happening. If I mean, if you work for the city, you're, you're pretty much forced to take the vaccine or forced to put a mask on your face and uh, also forced uh, to take, I think it was weekly testing, de Blasio was saying. New York City Mayor de Blasio said on Monday that New York City's employees must be vaccinated by September 13th or tested weekly for COVID-19 and that uh, there will be very tough consequences for those who don't comply with the mask mandates for unvaccinated workers. On September 13th, the entire city's workforce will be mandated under the COVID safety mandate uh, to either get vaccinated, which is far preferable, or get tested once a week, de Blasio said. Uh, this this is about our recovery. This is about keeping people safe. You know, hey, maybe we should all just wear hazmat suits 24-7 all the time and be forced to wash our hands. Yeah, it's for safety. Like, where, where do you draw the line when it comes to safety and stuff like that? De Blasio also said that he is urging different social media platforms to block 12 individuals who one study alleges are behind most of the vaccine misinformation spread on social media, according to Fox News. If you don't stop the lies, then you are complicit in the spread of COVID, he said in a letter to Mark Zuckerberg and Jack Dorsey. You got to love it. When the left, the the, peep, the, the people, the, the ones that are for the people, need to ask help for the multi-trillion dollar organizations uh, to uh, help censor those who speak out against them. Uh, hey, 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 this, this is the thing. I believe in the freedom of ideas. I think we all here believe in the freedom of ideas. Let those shitty ideas run rampant. Let those shitty ideas run rampant. Let these good ideas run rampant. Th- these good ideas run rampant. And then these good ideas can disprove the shitty ideas, okay? 
These good ideas can disprove those shitty ideas. Leave, leave it open in the public form. You don't like what that person's saying? Come out, explain why they're wrong. Convince the people. The left wants to force people to submit to their rule of law and their way of life. They want people to submit. All the only information you're going to get is the information we allow you to get. And what happens? A lot of times that information gets proven wrong. A lot of times people are rejecting that information because they want to do their own research. And guess what? That research is being suppressed. They must be onto something. They must be right because they're being suppressed. It gives them a certain credibility. Hey, I'm not denying. Maybe a lot of that anti-vax information is wrong. I know that there's been a lot of anti-vax information that has been wrong in the past. I know that. I know stuff gets blown up out of proportion. I know that happens. The left can do that. The right can do it. That's what happens. But that, that's, that's besides the point is that we need those ideas to enter the public debate forum and get debated and get talked about. And then people can be like, oh, wait, I was wrong. Or wait, no, I, I was right. This even solidifies my beliefs anymore. The left believes that the people are too stupid. Well, <laughs> The left thinks everybody's a leftist, where they're too stupid to make up their own mind and to decide for themselves. They want you to be like, hey, just sit back, relax, and just do what we tell you to. You'll be safe because we're the government and we're here to help. They don't want you to make up your mind. They don't want you to decide for you. They want to spoon-feed you a bunch of BS. They don't want you to consult with your doctor before getting the vaccine. They just want you to go get the vaccine. It's safe. Trust us. We're the government. You have to trust us. It'll keep you safe. Yeah, how about how about I do my own research? Um, oh wait, all that research is blocked. Hmm. I'm gonna look into it even more. And then they go into rabbit holes. They're forcing people into rabbit holes on the internet. Anyway, guys, thank you for watching. Please like, subscribe to the Pulse Notifications on Nudity every single day. Listen to the full episode of the show, the Joey Saldino show, on all the podcast apps. Please rate five stars. The left is one star bombarded me. Click all the buttons on the show. Turn post notifications on, subscribe, comment, like, share, whatever you have to do. It helps out the algorithm. The shows, you know, is is not really going to get by without you guys clicking the buttons. Um, it's it's free to click the buttons. But if you want to support me more than just clicking the buttons, please become a patron. I'll give you a call to say thank you. The show is completely funded and supported by you guys. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Peace out.